Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of the European royal families. Today, we'll be talking about all the events held on March 4th, 2020. We have a lot of royals in Jordan. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge had another busy day in Ireland, and coronavirus is causing a lot of royal cancellations. Starting out in the British royal family, as we always do, we had uh, a good number of events um, from the top three. Um, so we'll start with Queen Elizabeth, who met with the president of Malta, George Veya, as well as uh, his wife. Uh, so Malta is one of the Commonwealth nations, um, and the queen was last last visited in 2015. Um, but she also has a um, personal connection with the country, as this is where she and the Duke of Edinburgh spent um, the early part of their marriage um, while Prince Philip was serving as a officer in the Navy. Um, so a great event, I'm sure, for her to talk about Malta. Um, and then Prince Charles and the Duchess of Cornwall um, were celebrating the 20th anniversary of Transport for London. Um, so Transport for London was created to bring the transport network of the city of London all together. So um, buses, the tube, train, things along those lines, um, all being brought together under this one umbrella of the Transport for London. Um, so Charles and Camilla boarded a double-decker bus at Clarence House and traveled to the London Transport Museum. The cool thing about this bus is that it was a fully electric, um, you know, traditional red double-decker bus. Um, and then they toured the Transport Museum accompanied by Sadiq Khan, who is the mayor of London. Um, and Charles gave a brief speech in which he expressed appreciation for the highly sustainable means of transport. He was also very glad it got him there safely. Um, so a really cool event. Um, very cool. I, if I ever get to London, I would love to see that museum. And then on the second day of their Ireland tour, uh, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge had another, uh, long day of engagements with lots of outfit changes and none of the outfits for Kate were green, which made me a little happy. Um, so they started their day by visiting Jigsaw, which is an organization that focuses on youth mental health and provides support to young people using one-to-one uh, -one, um, support, community, school, or online services support, or a combination of all of those things. Um, and so they got to have a conversation about this uh, with the staff about the facility and the work that they do. Um, and it looked like a very just casual, like, get to know the organization, uh, what things do you experience, things like that, which is very, very cool. Um, they also learned about Jigsaw's primary message right now, which is one good adult. Um, and it's focused on the fact that having one good adult in a young person's life can have an extremely beneficial, um, impact on mental health overall. 
Um, so a very cool thing there that definitely fits in with their um, agenda and all of the things that they really care about. Um, and then next, they visited Savannah House, which is a facility to help young people from the ages of 10 to 17 develop life and social skills, including cooking. Um, so Will and Kate took part in a cooking class with some of the young people there. Also, I've decided, and this is purely based on observation of the video, um, that Kate is probably a natural in the kitchen. She looked really comfortable there. Um, so I can just, you know, I have these like images in my head of like Kate just in her kitchen. Um, so very cool th event there. Um, again, the conversation looked really, really natural and just focused on like, um, what things are beneficial. Um, so very cool event. Um, and then they went to a farm. Um, so this is a research farm, um, owned by Tegosk, um, where they, Tegosk is, um, exploring, uh, and researching different ways to promote sustainable farming. Um, so during the visit, they were also able to speak with local farmers that have implemented some of this research and methods into their farming. And so they got to talk about what that looks like. Um, and then they went, um, to Houth where they walked along a, um, it's called a cliff walk. Um, they enjoyed the sunny weather, even though it looked cold, sunny, but cold. Um, and then after kind of like at the end of the walk at the like top of the cliff walk, um, they had conversations with representatives from the Marine Institute where they talked about, um, the ocean climate change and then safeguarding the earth and ocean for future generations. Um, so I would have loved to have heard that conversation. Um, very cool. All of these things are just so great. Um, and then finally we had a, the evening reception, um, held at the Museum of Literature. Um, and during this event, William gave a speech about his and his family's commitment to the relationship between the UK and Ireland. Um, so that is the end of the day for the British Royals. Um, so we will now move on to Belgium. So there were no events for the Belgian royal family. However, it was announced today by the Belgian royal house um, that the state visit that King Philippe and Queen Mathilde would be making to Italy later this month um, is no longer happening at the request of the Italian president due to um, coronavirus. Um, so this is obviously a terrible pandemic, and if you're paying any sort of attention, you have heard this, um, but Italy is one of the countries that is struggling the most. Um, as of this morning, they were talking about closing down all the schools to just really keep um, large groups of people not in the same spot. Um, so they have asked that the state visit from Belgium be postponed. Um, which is, I think, reasonable. Um, we also had some other cancellations today from, um, an event that Crown Princess Mary was going to in Paris, um, Crown Princess Mary from Denmark. Um, so she is not going to that. Um, so we'll see, um, these, these bigger group 
these bigger events may not be happening because of Corona. Um, but yeah. Um, so anyway, with no events, um, I did watch a video that I will have linked on the website, thedailyroyal.com. Um, and this talks all about the, um, financial changes that took place when Philippe was, um, named king. Um, so he, the government and he decided, um, kind of what the royal family's budget was going to look like, um, which included a pay cut for Philippe's siblings, um, even though they're still making a lot of money, um, but because they wouldn't be working as much because they were no longer children of the king, um, so it, it's a really cool video and it goes into, um, a lot of depth about the Belgian royal family, but also I think it's really informative if you're interested in how the financial side of having a constitutional monarchy works. Um, it is pretty informational as to what the cost of a monarchy truly is. So it talks about things like the hidden costs of having a monarch and things like that. Um, so it's a really cool video. Um, and like I said, I will have it linked on the website. Um, but now we're going to move on to Denmark. In Denmark, um, actually not in Denmark, but Crown Prince Frederick of Denmark, uh, visited Jordan today. Um, so that is a second royal family that is in Jordan at the same time. Um, so obviously the Norwegians are there as well. Um, but Crown Prince Frederick was there visiting a refugee camp. Um, so yesterday in yesterday's episode, I talked about how, um, Jordan is a country that has taken on a lot of, um, Syrian refugees, um, so today, Crown Prince Frederick and his, with his work, um, from Save the Children, um, visited the refugee camp to, um, to explore the psychological and total environment that the camp has. Um, so he was able to meet with children and their families who are receiving support from Save the Children, um, and kind of get a, a glimpse into what their life is like and make sure that they are doing well with the support that Save the Children is providing them. Um, so a very cool thing. Um, I know there's like lots of like press kind of on this tour, but I don't speak Danish and can't really understand it. Um, so, but I will have some pictures linked on the website, but for now, let's move on to the Dutch royal family. Princess Beatrix today, uh, this evening, attended the Prince Friso Award Ceremony. Um, so Prince Friso was the second son of Beatrix and her husband, Prince Klaus. Um, Friso, however, unfortunately passed in 2013 as a result of a ski accident involving an avalanche. Um, so Princess Beatrix was accompanied to the awards by Princess Mabel, who is the wife of Prince Friso. 
Um, and so this is the Prince Friso Engineering Award, which is given to an engineer who distinguishes themselves in expertise, innovative capacity, social impact, and entrepreneurship. Um, so this is just a really cool event for these two women to attend together to honor someone that was really important to both of them. Um, I was trying to find like a little more information about why this was um, the award that has Prince Frizo's name attached to it, but I really couldn't find anything. So maybe one of these days when uh, it's a little bit slower. I will do a deeper dive into that. Um, but yeah, so a very nice event for these two women to celebrate their son and husband, respectively. Um, and also just really nice to see someone from the Dutch royal family um, while everyone else is still on holiday for the rest of the week. Um, but for now, let's uh, move on to Norway. So in Norway, uh, King Harald and Queen Sonia are on the last day of their visit to Jordan. Um, so today they visited the city of Petra, which is described by UNESCO as uh, one of the most precious cultural assets in the cultural heritage of humanity. Um, so this is just, Petra is a really, really cool city. Um, I'll try and find a good amount of pictures to like put on the website because it's just a really cool looking city. Um, and, um, it's just beautiful. So I, I couldn't find out and I didn't, I didn't take a look that hard. Um, if it was a world heritage site, but I saw on a, on the, uh, Norwegian Royal House's website that it was, um, one of the new seven wonders of the world, but I don't know what that is, um, necessarily. Um, so the King and Queen obviously were there. They took a tour, um, of the city and just kind of walked around. Uh, Queen Sonia sported a camera around her neck, her Apple watch, and her iPhone that she was also using to take pictures. Um, what a modern queen she is. Um, and she's also just an avid photographer. So of course she had a ton of like camera things around her. Um, and King Harald, was still sporting his baseball cap. So if you listened to yesterday's episode, you know that I find his baseball cap to be the funniest thing. Not sure why. To be fair though, I find like any man who's wearing a suit with a baseball cap to be just hilarious looking. Um, but I understand protect your head, protect your skin from the sun. Sun can be bad for you. Um, so good for him for wearing a hat, but I still think it's so funny. Um, and so that is it for the Norwegian royal trip to Spain. Uh, we will be seeing them back in Norway starting tomorrow. Um, and so now we'll move on to Spain. This 
this morning, uh, King Felipe presided over a meeting of the National Security Council. Um, so present at the meeting was obviously the king, um, the president of the government, as well as other government officials, including the vice presidents, the minister of defense, um, and lots of other officials. Um, and so the Spanish constitution requires that the king be informed of the happenings of the Spanish National Security Council at least once a year. Um, so that took place this morning. Later in the evening, uh, King Felipe and Queen Letizia attended the funeral mass of Plaquito Arango, um, who was a notable businessman in Spain. Um, and we also, I talked about him last week, um, because he was recently awarded um, the Kingdom of Spain Award for Business um, by King Felipe. Um, and this was just a few days after his death. Um, and so this is actually, in reading a little bit more today, this is someone that King Felipe has known for a very, very long time. Um, and so it was very nice of him and Letizia to make a, um, to go to the mass for this person. Um, and, um, yeah, so a little bit of a sad note to end on for the Spanish royal family. Um, but for now we will move on to Sweden. So in Sweden, there were no events today from the Swedish royal family. Um, so I figured in honor of Prince Oscar's birthday earlier this week, I would watch a video of him. Um, and so I just kind of like typed in his name with some parameters. And one of the first things that came up was his first visit to Skåne, which uh, Oscar is the Duke of Skåne. Um, and so during his first visit, he was visiting a... Um, nature park with his parents and the whole video it's seriously the cutest thing the whole video is oscar running around having a ton of fun and just enjoying being with his parents he was probably two maybe three when this was happening um it's just adorable um and so i figured after the long day from the royals we it would be nice to have that linked to the website um and that is it for today's podcast. So thank you so much for listening. I will be back in your subscriptions tomorrow with all the happenings from your favorite royals. As always, check out the pod on Instagram and Twitter using the handle Daily Royal Pod. Um, the Instagram has like a ton of pictures from everyday's events. Um, and then also check out the website, thedailyroyal.com, uh, which has pictures and videos of everything that I talked about here in the pod. Um, you can also listen to the podcast on the website. Also, if you feel so inclined, please rate and review this podcast. It really helps um, people find it so they can find out what's happening with their favorite royals too. Um, but yeah, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye.